Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two. Mm-hmm. What the hell was that noise? And welcome to our interviews. I'm Adam. And I'm Josie. And I don't know what Adam's talking about noises. <laughs> You're lucky the noise wasn't caught on the stream. It literally just it cut in and it, it went live as I was saying, what the hell was that noise? So, well, there's no evidence of that. Ever. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so, oh well. Um, anyway. I think it's, I'm just... Peter. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's you getting old and hearing the noises of your body. Slowly dying. <laughs> <laughs> the creaking Adam, and groaning and Adam's actually 65. pops and whistles. Hang huh? on, Peter, Peter, I'm younger than you. You make a point of this every chance you get. <laughs> I think I'm the oldest person on the podcast. Well, yes, because you're by like five months, but it's not that big a deal. Oh, I'm so old. I think it's a big deal. I was born in 1993. Yeah. Well. Oh my gosh, you are so fucking old. I'm a real 90s kid. You weird yeah, millennial, sure. you. The rest of you are 90s kids. We're, we're, both, uh, we're also both millennials. I think. No. What's the cutoff for millennial? I don't think so. I don't think I'm... Both? 93. We shouldn't tell people that. A lot of people hate millennials. Yeah, but if you're listening to a podcast, odds are you don't hate millennials. I was talking, I was talking to my boss exactly. about that, and I was like, yeah, well, it's your generation that raised us to be the way we are. We only took after you. Fair point. I mean... I think no one's only got it. I think... You can go. Sorry. You shouldn't have babied, you know, your kids so much. Well, no, the, the baby boomers are like, um, what's it called? They destroyed the economy and basically did the, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home on the way out. As they're retiring, um, so I mean, the thing is, I've never heard. I think the people person... that complain about uh, millennials, the people that complain about millennials being entitled, are the people that are trying to say they're entitled when they're like, "We want racial equality," and they're like, "Stop being a baby." Yeah. Uh, well, funny story so, at work people... actually about this this whole like entitlement thing because um, I work retail. I can't say where. I'm not, my employment contract does not allow me to say where. Um, so I, I, uh, I'm working, and the guy comes up with his uh, EBT card, and he's, um, he's, he's going to buy his stuff. And I, and we have these new signs up all over the store that say, like, uh, we have to card everyone who's buying alcohol now. Um, so um, so he, said, he sees the signs like, that's fucking ridiculous. If you saw me, this guy's like in his, I don't know, 60s, 70s. If you saw me, would you, um, would you card me too? I'm like, yeah, I have to card everyone. And he goes, that's ridiculous. That's just what this con- country needs. More interference by the government as he swipes his EBT card to pay for his, uh, his food. <laughs> There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. Where they're, where they're like so like, like super Republican and even though they're like living off of the government. And it's like, you, are you sure you want a Republican like, government? Because they're going to take away things that Democrats yeah. gave to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, we usually don't get political. Am I, talk- am I talking loud? How are my levels? No, you're good. You're good. You're, I'm, I'm monitoring You're too levels. fucking loud, Peter. Am I? He's not that loud. I, I, uh, I'm wearing noise-canceling headphones, so it's hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, the only person I'm concerned about <laughs> oh, in terms of, the only person problems. I'm concerned about for Uh-oh. audio is myself. Yeah, shit. Well, no, because what happened... Because what happens is mine's through the thing. Yours is just a direct audio stream at the max volume. So yours comes out clearer than everyone else's. Mine sounds like someone recording on a microphone in their room. Like, it, it's a... I don't know Isn't what. that what you're doing? Well, yeah, but yours comes out better quality. Because it's taking it right from Skype and hmm. not having to dilute it through anything. It's the weirdest thing. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. I just... Went away from it's very strange. Who did you say sounds the clearest? Uh, you two sound equally clear. Nice. 
Yeah, it's it, it just me that's a little bit... I'm lower than you two. Um, when you listen to the podcast, yeah, when you listen back to it. Just like everything else in life. Wow. Uh, that was... Getting deep up in here. Wow, that, that was that was a, a deep cut. <laughs> the first cut anyway. is, is the deepest. Yes, anyway. <laughs> You're lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, so this week has been a pretty sizable one. Uh, not since we were last here, because it came out last week, but the new Harry Potter book came out. We talked a bit about it last week. Uh, Peter still has not gotten his copy. Not yet. Maybe on Saturday I will. I got it a few days ago. Read it all the way through already. Because it's a short read. It's not. I sat down and watched it. During the Olympics coverage, I think like Wednesday night. No, Tuesday night. But I watched, watched like, all the, the book. I read it while watching the coverage on TV. So like I, I did it without having it before it cut to the, the midnight news. So it's not a long it's not a long read. It's about 300 pages, but it's written like a play. So it's um so it's a lot very, shorter. Very a lot spaced of, out. Yeah, very spaced so- out. Um, I, I mean, yeah, because you can read it in about, like, I don't know, three hours. Yeah, three hours. It's nothing. Right. Um, I'm not I'm not a huge fan. I don't really like it. Don't spoil it. Even no. when I've gotten past the idea of, okay, yeah, this is a screenplay, not a book, not a you know. Book. And even when I'm looking at it as, okay, whatever. Um... Play, play. Fuck you! What? Whatever. What were you saying? Could you... <laughs> Even though it's just a play, um, getting past that and getting past, you know, it's not actually Harry Potter and it's not written by her, um, even looking at it as being, um, you know, like... Um, fan-made or whatever, like, trying to look at it from that point of view. Um, I just... I can't get past that it's not not all about the magical world. It's about fucking time travel. And then the only thing that saves it is the very end where I want to cry for, like, two pages. Yeah. And then that's it. Don't spoil it. For me, the problem with this is that the book is seated in a post-movie Harry Potter movie world. Which means the movies had tonal differences from the books. Um, without getting too spoilery about what happens, um, if you've read Flashpoint, the DC comic about the Flash, you are familiar with what happens in this story. That's probably the best way to put it. It worked for Flashpoint, though. But doesn't work here. I mean, and, the, and part of the problem is uh, Harry Potter as a franchise is is seated in like the world where it, where it's ultimately the fight between Harry and Voldemort. That's ultimately what the entire series is about. And so naturally, and she already said it, time travel is involved here. Time travel's involvement makes sense because it's really the only way you can bring back Voldemort, considering right, they told him I very get finally. that. And I'm fine with that aspect of it. I just was not a fan it, of that was all it was about. No, it, they, they used it as too, as it was not a good way to do it, I don't think. And a lot of it is, and some of it comes from the formatting, some of it comes from, you know, just the fact that it's poorly written in some places. It's just, there's a lot of, like, not even exposition leading you to find out information. It's just, like, you were just told, it, it, you're just kind of, told it haphazardly like later on like i'm trying not to spoil anything for you know peter who hasn't read it yet um thank you but like there's a lot of there's a lot of like um and time passes like there's a whole like scene in act one where it's just time passing and they they just lapse over three years in one scene through a montage in a play mm-hmm. like the that's fun I don't understand why they, like, this was something, and I said last week, 
I wish they would do more like Star Wars with Harry Potter, where it's like Star Wars had the big expanded universe, where it's basically just licensed out and anyone can do whatever they want with it. Um, this just kind of shows why you have to get off on a strong foot with that, and this is not a good way to start that off if they're gonna do that. So, and then, um, what, else, what else was there with this? Um, um, there were a few other, like, oddities in the book. Like, characters acting out of character a lot. Like, <laughs> Harry said something at the what end. Harry said something at the end. And I, I think saying the line won't spoil anything. Um, Harry says at the end of the book to, to a character, I'm not going to say who, um... You are an orphan, and you will always be an orphan. You remember that line? <laughs> Lol. Joe, do you remember that yeah, line? Yeah, no? I don't yeah. remember who he says it to, though. Well, no, 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 that, that's not important, but um, that that's so out of character for him. Because, like, yeah, we get the significance, and the line could have been phrased better. Because he, what he means is, being an orphan is a part of you, or not even, uh, no, I can't even defend the line. It's not even, that's not even the intent of the line. Like, what, when you're saying there's another meeting, for me, it, it sounds like he's not saying it's bad. It's just like, yeah, it's like saying that's just that's um, part of your identity is like yes. being an orphan. But the, how he said it, it just has a horrible connotation. Yeah. And then it's like there were certain things that um, what's it called that were called out about the books that were addressed, but addressed poorly. Like, uh, what's it called? Like, they defend the decision by Dumbledore to send Harry to the Dursleys. Which was something that the fan base uh, has not been kind about. What do you mean? Well, when did they, they defend, defend it? In, they defend that in the actual, like, book books. Well, no, they give a they reason. They didn't defend it. Well, they give it a reason, but I think the reason is good enough. Well... The thing is, people were like, there was no other way... Okay, and when I say the fan base, I mean the Tumblr community surrounding Harry Potter. Um, uh, they are very mm. against the whole situation, because, like, this is like, like, Dumbledore was negligent, and he didn't quite, you know, help Harry when he How could have. They defend it. In this you haven't book, explained that. <laughs> in this book, I'm going to try... I'm, again, I'm trying to spoil it for Peter, but, like, there's one point where he's talking to someone, and, um... Oh, okay. Well, he's talking to Dumbledore's portrait, which, that's not a spoiler. We knew that from the first series of books that that existed, and he even has the uh, the debriefing at the end of Deathly Hallows with it, like all the other books. But, um, he, uh, he's talking to it, and he says, um, you have to understand I did the best I could and all that. So it's just, it's just kind of weird. And then, um, there's another character who the books treated differently than the movies did. And I'm saying this as ambiguous as I can, to not spoil it, and this Snape. Book... I was pissed that Snape was nice. Thanks, thanks, Josie. Why well, said that for? They said Why they can't I with... say that? So they went with the movie version of Snape. Then they went, with, yeah, they went with movie Snape, not with book Snape. Because is this just a giant like let's try to jack off the fans? Yes. Oh, oh. yes, that's what well, it is. That that scene was. I... No, the Flashpoint I don't know. universe. It could have is... been. It's just they that's didn't do a very good job at it. That, that's what the whole Flashpoint universe is, I think. And it's just like, let's give the fans what they wanted to see for a while. And it's just like, it's, it's basically, it, it is Flashpoint Harry Potter, where it's like, um, do you want me to tell you what the Flashpoint universe is, or no? No. Okay, no. so I won't tell you that. Um, it's a very brief no. scene, too. From when I read the plot no. leaks from the play... They made it seem like it was going to be the entire, like, second part with the Flashpoint universe, but it's not. So don't worry. It's not like it's a huge part of it. It's just stupid. Wait, what are people mad about that Harry went to the Dursleys? Because... Um, because it was negligent, and you should never leave a kid in bad care or whatever. Do they realize that this isn't, uh, autobi like, this isn't real? That this is... No, uh, all they say is that, um, Dumbledore's a dick. That's all they're saying. No, I thought that was, like, established already. Well, yeah. He's for the greater good. Right. Um, but yeah, like, once we do, once Peter reads the book, we might do a Beware of Spoilers on it. 
okay. if he reads it within like the next week or something because that's something that we don't want to really spoil on this because it's a book and people don't have time to sit down and read it so uh but i'm i'm displeased at this book uh just know that um but yeah so uh maybe the next harry potter book will be better that comes out in uh in november the novelization of Fantastic Beasts of Where to Find Them, I mean. Oh, my. I, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I'll see the movie on day one, but I will not go... Are they making it a novel? Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't they? I didn't know that. I don't know. She keeps saying that she's done. A novelization's not a, a, a real thing. Like, a real novel, though. No. It's a way to get around potholes by just writing in random shit. Exactly. Like the book is canned into the movie, but you don't have to read the book to understand the movie. It's basically the way. It's, it's a one-way canon. Um, so let's take, uh, what's next? The Olympics. So, uh, Peter, have you been watching the Olympics? I have. Uh, what do you think so far? I, I'm liking it. I always like the Olympics. It's just fun. I think NBC is kind of ruining it. Oh, as my God. Brazil is doing okay as a country. They did, did better than I thought, except for the allergy in the pool. But other than that, I think they, they've been handling themselves okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand. I still don't understand this. Why they built... the There's the main Olympic pool where like the races are going on. And that's right. like an arena. But then they built the diving pool outside and the water polo pool outside i don't I, and that, those are the pools that are now green like i don't understand who thought that was a good idea well here's no, the, the thing pools the- that are green are in with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Side. No, 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 they're outside. No, those are the, that's the outside pools. They, they no, look I heard inside. that they were inside. They look inside, but the, there's no roof on those uh, stadiums. Yeah, yeah, I was watching it last night. Oh. The diving stadiums, one with the green pools. But, like, here's my question. And forgive me, but... Okay, I had a pool in my backyard growing up. We had we didn't use the test strips that some people use where you dip it into the pool and you pull it out and you see what the chlorine is. We had this little chemical kit in a little blue box and you would mm-hmm. open it and there were five different colored drops. Then you'd go over to the pool, you'd take a little thing of water and you'd pour it into the things and you'd put the drops in and it'd tell you what the chlorine is within a range and it'd tell you what the pH is within, is within, within a range. Here's my question. And then, okay, I forgot one other thing. Every once in a while, right at the beginning of the summer, we would take like a Tupperware container full of water and bring it to this pool place not far from my house, and they would analyze it in depth and tell us exactly what chemicals we need to put in it. Here's my question. Why do they have the little test kit I had on my backyard table for the Brazil Olympic diving pool and not the guy at the store up the road? doing the tests on the chemicals of the water. I feel like this is also the Olympic Committee's fault, too. Oh, yeah. Well, here's Mm -hmm. the thing. The Olympic Committee shouldn't pick countries that are developing. And that's not me being, like, racist or anything. It's If you have to displace thousands of poor people to build your Olympic stadium, then maybe you have your priorities a little bit fucked up. Yes, and when people are in danger when they're leaving the Olympic grounds because... The people that got displaced are rioting right outside the Olympic arenas. Yeah, exactly. Like, and this is especially because they just had the World Cup. Yeah, so it's like not fair. If, it like ruins the country. And they didn't build. They built all new stuff for the Olympics too. Like they're not using the World Cup stadium again. Well, the World Cup stadiums are all spread out across the country, so they wouldn't let them use those. Oh, but the, what was it? The other thing with Rio. Rio had. Um, did you see Brazil almost lose going into the medal round? In soccer, for what? Oh, men's okay. soccer, like the uh, yeah, the so men, they, the countries started booing them. Yeah, like they tied zero zero with South Africa, then they tied zero zero with Iraq. Like fucking Iraq tied them zero zero, 
and they were in the semifinal two years ago. And then they ended up beating um, Denmark to get in. The United States isn't in yeah. the uh, Olympic soccer. Um, nor is Italy, by the way. That's weird. But a lot of the Olympic soccer, no one cares about it, actually. Yeah. Because um, you have to be, there's a maximum age limit of 23. So there's not the people that are, it's like the junior round of soccer. Oh, is that why like the big names like Messi aren't playing and all that? Yeah. Because oh, if you're okay. over 23, you're not allowed in it. That's dumb. I saw the North Koreans winning ping pong. I, I saw that, that too. The people I was like, who is that? Korea. I was like, what's TRK? And I was like, I was like, oh, and then they won. I was like, good for them. The People's, Re- the People's Republic of Best Korea. Yes. Um, they both don't refer to themselves as North and South Korea. They both refer to themselves as Korea. Like North and yeah. this. Yeah. Korea and stupid Korea, if you ask them. Um and uh, what was it? I, I'm really annoyed at the coverage on Prime Time. Michael Phelps just won a uh, uh, gold medal. Yeah, what was nice. it like? But my big problem with it is, why are you only showing swimming and gymnastics and beach volleyball? Because the only thing that's fun. You have to go to the other channels. Okay, I understand that. Like, well, you have to go to MSNBC, CNBC, USA. Yeah, for, but for like me, I've been watching TV. Bravo because Bravo's. But Bravo's direct... all tennis. I've been watching a lot of tennis. Oh. For me, for DirecTV, it's, uh, we have, like, CNBC, and there's actually a mixed channel where you can press it and it shows you what's going on on all the channels, but it's all soccer, 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 tennis, golf, whatever's on NBC and NBC Sportsnet. And it's the same oh, yeah, soccer game on three channels, but, like, English, Spanish, and Spanish, too. Like, why would we need Telemundo and NBC in Espanol? I would, I don't know, I've been watching archery, I saw sailing, uh, table tennis, I've been watching a lot of real t- tennis. Um, I want to watch team handball and, f- and uh, field hockey. I watched handball last Olympics because Croatia's good at handball, so they're, they're my team. Croatia beat Spain in uh, basketball. Meanwhile, the men's basketball team is just demolishing, except for they almost lost to Australia. And Carmelo Anthony huh. has beaten uh, LeBron James' record for um, what's it called for uh, most goals, uh, most points scored in an Olympic uh, in the Olympics for team. Michael USA. Jordan's is the most impressive because he's in. I don't know if he still is, but he was in the top five. But he only went to two Olympics. Everyone else in the top five had to go to three Olympics. Nice. This is Michael Phelps' gold for this. Is uh, the only person in the history of the Olympics to win four consecutive golds in their, like, event. Wow. Did you see his... Impressive. The, I also hate NBC because they're making up fake drama between athletes. Yeah. Like, uh, um, oh, Ryan Lochte. their competitor. Like, they're made, like, Ryan Lochte and Michael Phelps, and they're like, ah, oh, the greatest of rivals. And it shows them, like, hugging and, like, their roommates, and they're taking, like, selfies with each other. Yeah. I don't believe anyone on Team USA hates each other. Like... And that was the other thing. Like, no, uh, dude, before... they can't because they have to. Like when they do, they do relay races together. You can't do a relay with somebody you hate. True. Yeah. Like uh, what's it called? Like I mean, um... you could. Like, they have like they have a, they have a need to create, and that's that's another thing that I've been noticing a lot on uh, on sports. The use of the word storyline in sports reporting has to fucking stop. Like. <laughs> No, this isn't There's a storyline. It also annoys me that they pre-record all the gymnastics and don't show it to you live. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because then it's like, what's her name? They're, they're showing now uh, women's gymnastics, the the uh, individual the individual for women's gymnastics. But, like, four hours ago, my dad's like, oh, look, I'm not going to say because I think you're watching it. Uh, whoever won, won. The goal. No, I didn't get to see that because even though they pre recorded it and they decided to start showing it but they didn't give it enough time to finish so then they cut the swimming because swimming they show live like i don't understand what the point of that was but they had to show that 12 year old like if you, you were recording it did you see the, the the fucking chinese girl who looks like she's 12 yeah and she's like 16 or 7 she's like there's another one that's 20 years old and she looks like she's eight yeah but she looks like she's 41 years old yeah it's, I, I don't understand 
Like, and the best is, like, my sister's like, you don't think the Olympic Committee checks the birth certificates of these people? I'm like, you don't think the Chinese government would fake a birth certificate to make someone... <laughs> yeah, like, already did team? it once. Yeah, exactly. Obama's. <laughs> did you hear that today, by the way? No. That late-breaking story? Trump said, and this is not me taking a quote out of context or anything like that, Trump literally said, Obama and Hillary Clinton are co-founders of ISIS. <laughs> he probably believes it. He said, fucking idiot. he said, Obama's the founder and crooked Hillary is the co-founder. That is a quote from Donald Trump. This man is the Republican nominee for president. There's no Republicans trying to get him completely out of office, like not allow him to be on their ticket. But I think it's too late now that the convention has passed. It's not too late, because he could bow out, but then I think Hillary would just win by default. Unless it was a massive writing yeah, exactly. campaign. But then what happens to the person? My favorite doesn't... is when, with the Second Amendment thing, and then he tried to say the Second Amendment is about voting or something like that. Yeah, oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was the excuse, and he's like, I thought the Second Amendment was about voting. Oh, no, 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 and no. And I was no. like, well, that That's just shows how retarded you are. That's not what he said. What he said was, oh, okay. um, the original quote was like, uh, once Hillary gets into office, um, then there's nothing that anyone... Uh, no, if Hillary was to get her choice of uh, Supreme Court justices, um, no one, uh, uh, there's nothing we can do to stop that except for maybe Second Amendment people. That's what he said. He's very good at phrasing things to sound like it be taken multiple ways, uh, which the way mm. everyone else is interpreting it is he wants someone to kill Hillary Clinton. What he says he meant was... That's definitely what he said. Yeah, what he says he meant was, no, I was saying that all the people who support gun rights should be, uh, should come out and vote for me. That, and, but that's definitely, he definitely meant, he, I don't one. think he actually seriously meant that someone should shoot her, but he was making a joke about it. And that guy climbing Trump Tower, that video was hilarious. Hello, Mr. Trump. Yeah. He, I can't he even, his, like just the second Anakin. I started, I was like, this is great. He looks like Anakin right after he becomes Darth Vader, and he's talking to Padme in his apartment, and he's like, no, um, no, Obi-Wan can't save you, only my new powers can. I like that his his hood was up, but you could still see how greasy his hair was, yes. and he was just like, sorry for my appearance, appearance, but I have to disguise myself. Yeah, okay. It also looked like he was in, like, a somewhat well-to-do house, so, that was his so mom's he's house. definitely a giant disappointment to his he definitely has a giant disappointment to his family. Good thing is he took his parents' ca um, car um, up from Virginia to the city to uh, scale Trump Tower. Like I don't he understand. I feel he made like, it like he, twenty stories. Yeah, he made. Well, that's that's still impressive for someone with suction cups. That's impressive. Well, the suction cups are super easy because they they he had like. Are four they? Hours. You still have to have upper body. Strength. No, you There's don't. nothing easy about not that. Need, no, you don't. How he was doing it was, um, like, you could do it with, like, a paraplegic could barely do it, basically. Because um, <laughs> how it was doing it was, stories, um, from he had prison. a body... He, this, like, the way he was doing it was he had four suction cups. Um, two of them were just, um, had a ropes on them. So he, he used those two as steps, because it had a foothold in it. So that's how he would lift up his whole body... And the other two were secured to his waist, and that those, those were holding him up in between. And how exactly? I think you should prove to me that anybody could do it and go and go ahead and try. Wow. Okay, and I'll go try. <laughs> I'm gonna go try. try. Yes. Is that Patrick's wedding? I think that that building? will be pretty Wait, impressive. Adam, you saw the video of him, right? Yeah, the video he put out. Yeah, I looked up on YouTube. There's no way he had upper any upper body strength. No, 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 no. This kid, this kid looked you like he. You can be lean and have. Upper body strength. Okay, this kid looks like he stepped out of Bronies the documentary. Yeah, like, exactly. like look up the video and you can see him. Yeah, like it's yeah. like it's ridiculous. Documentary. Like, it's, it's so cringy. <laughs> yeah, I am an independent oh, researcher. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good. A brownie. He's. He's like I'm an independent researcher with an important business opportunity for you, Mr. Trump. Like if you are watching this and you are not Mr. Trump. Please make this go viral, so that way I may meet Mr. Trump. 
And please watch like, I've sent him. my contact information to your campaign so you can get in contact with me. Well, I'm sure if he wants to meet him, it's not that hard to now. He's in, he's in fucking Bellevue, so it's not like he's, like, hidden. It was announced on the news. By the way, CBS2 News, which, okay, for the rest of the world, that's just CBS News. Uh, CBS News did an awful job covering this. As it NBC was did pretty good. Because they said, we have no idea who this guy is or what he wants or why he's doing this. And or I texted like that. you, I was like... Yeah, like, I was, he found out from watching NBC, like, on 9-11, people were watching CNN to find out what was happening. Like, why don't, why doesn't that happen in real, like, okay, not that happened in real life, but, like, on the newsroom, they watch competitors to see what else is going on. Like, why don't they do that in real life? Like, if you, or, it's a YouTube page. Like, it's a fucking YouTube video. It's not like it's hidden. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um... NBC investigative journalists are the best. Yes. Uh, what's, what's the woman's name over there? At, at the I team? I have no idea. Better call Bacaro. That's her name. I like all, um, when they, they knew who he was, they're like, he just he says he's Steve from Virginia. So all I imagined is when the cops are trying to talk to him up on the, um, like, look, leaning out the windows and on the scaffolding, that he just said screaming, I'm Steve from Virginia, as he climbed up. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he just he tried to evade them by going on the little window and yeah. just rip them out. Yeah. I thought for sure that he was just going to go sideways and not see the police in that bucket thing on the left side. No, they were talking to him before, so that's why I knew they were there. Oh. Uh, I thought I he was just going to... I thought they were afraid he might fall, so they weren't going to touch him. I thought that was going to happen, too. I just let him get to the top, and then, like... And like they were always like, we don't know what's in his backpack... We don't know anything like that. Like, he dropped some stuff. We don't know if they were explosives. It's like it's a, it was a fucking water bottle. Yeah, that's, a that's Mac all MVP kept saying. They're like. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Still, he dropped off out of his backpack. We have no idea what it is. Like, great, okay. Ask someone on the ground who's standing 10 feet from it, and they'll be able to tell you. Oh, oh shit, he, he dropped his lunch. He, that made me miss Jeopardy, so then I was like, I hope he falls. That was the most 70-year-old man comment I've ever heard you make. I don't watch Wheel of Fortune because I'm not retarded. I only watch Jeopardy. <laughs> and in, in New York, New Jersey, Jeopardy is on at 7 and Wheel of Fortune is on at 7.30. Yes, the rest of the world, it's not that way. Like, even the rest of New York State, it's not that way. Like, everywhere else in the Yeah, country, and Albany is not like, Buffalo. Like, every other major market, it's reversed. I don't know why it's this way in New York City. I'm assuming we're doing it right and everyone else is just doing it wrong. So. Mm. Uh, anyway, on to the third and final uh, thing from this week. Uh, Pokemon Go. We did not address this over the last few episodes, but it's been going on for a few weeks now. Do either of you play it? Nope. Nope. Didn't get enough. I didn't have a big enough data plan. Oh. Uh, um, I don't believe it. I played it. It has the same problem for me that every other mobile game has. You play People. it for like a week, and then you're like, eh, and you stop playing it. And then it gets taken straight from your phone. Like, what's it called? Crossy uh, Road? I have this fun... I don't know. I've, I've, I know a lot of people that still like it. And oh, no, you know, I, they go out and they walk around and look for stuff. And well, I really the, like 
the idea that it's getting people moving. Uh, in my area, I but... live in I live in Bumblefuck, so there's like nothing around me, and all I get are Pidgeys so? and Rattatas. I live in fucking Route One of Pokemon Red and Blue, so it's not fun for me. <laughs> I mean, I caught a Dratini outside okay. my house. That was my crowning achievement to date in that game. Since then, it's only Rattata, uh, Rattatas, Pidgeys, the occasional Nidoran, and sometimes a Venonat, if I get lucky. Just build an armory of those. Yeah, well... An armory? Yes. <laughs> yeah, why not build an armory of that? I think... Don't you only ever get, like, one of them? No, you can get as many as you want. Can you collect multiple? Yeah, you can collect as many as you want. Just exclusively collect the Rattatas. And the way you evolve in this game is stupid, too. Um, also, the statistics are stupid. Um, let's get... Let's, uh, I'll go back to that, because let's talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon first. Uh, because this is something that Peter can actually relate to, considering he's played Pokemon games in the past. What was the most recent game you've played, before we uh, go any further? Maybe Diamond and Pearl... You didn't play... Oh, I thought you played one of the D, uh, the 3DS ones. I thought you played, like, Omega Ruby or something like that. Um, oh, okay. no. I played... Um, I played Sapphire. I played that Okay. One. So, so you've, you've seen the current state of games. And it, basically, for the last 20 years, the game has been pretty stagnant. Uh, with, the, with the exception of, like, Mega Evolution in the most recent generation. Uh, now, they're completely throwing a wrench in the works in the new games. Um, and completely uh. changing everything. Um, so, if you don't like change, buckle the fuck up, because you're about to get, like, you know, ass-fucked with change. Um, so first off, there are no more gyms. Oh. The new region is based on Hawaii. There are four islands. Each island has a island, like, like, the head person on the island, who's, like, the number one trainer there. Like, a number two trainer there. And then there's this thing called a totem Pokemon, which is incredibly strong, and you gotta, and you gotta just beat that. It's a wild Pokemon, you just gotta beat, that's like a legend. And that's on each island. Then there is, um, and that, that's instead of gyms. There are no gyms in this region. Um, also, a lot of old Pokemon have gotten new typing. Um, so here are, the new region is called Alola. And here are the new forms to old Pokemon. Sandshrew and Sandslash are no longer ground, or rock, or whatever the hell they were originally. They are now both ice steel type, which makes them very <laughs> weak to fire. A Pokemon That's called dumb. Sand Slash. Emphasis on sand. It's called is an ice steel type. Vulpix and Ninetales. Vulpix is ice. Ninetales is fairy. Ice Fairy. Exec uh, exec ex executor? You know what I'm talking about, right? The, the giant, like, coconut tree thing? Is that from, an... Oh, okay. From, I'm, 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 yes. You probably know. He, um, he now has an incredibly long neck and is a grass dragon type to mimic a pine, uh, like a palm tree. Today it was announced, three more, Meowth is now a dark type Marowak is now Fire okay. Ghost. And Raichu is now Electric Psychic. What the fuck? So, they've Raichu changed... Raichu can't change. She's always been electric. Why would they change that? I don't understand what... That's so dumb. And I'm going to send you the link to the site where you can see, like... I'm gonna send, you can see the pictures of them. And they've, they completely redesigned the looks, too. Of all, it's not just them going like, oh, we're going to change the types and just stay the same. Like the, what's it called, from the card game. Um, it's the, they, they completely changed everything. Um, like the appearance, uh, Marowak looks very edgy. Um, then there are these new things called Z-moves too, which appear to be replacing Mega Evolution. And each type <laughs> had its own Z-move. <laughs> Did you see how weird this is? I saw, um, I just saw, ex I just saw Executor. Yes. 
Zemu is a new Mega Evolution, or it is a Mega Evolution? It's a replacement of Mega Evolution. Where Mega Evolution was in, in X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, Pokemon in their final form, when they held a certain item, if they were in a certain subset, could evolve one step further temporarily for that one battle, and basically just kick the ass of whatever it was fighting. Um, that appears to be replaced with Z-moves, which are moves that are basically one-hit KO without the uh, the cooldown period or anything like that. And each type has its own move like this, and any Pokemon can use it, which is game-breaking. So, that's also new. Um, and the new Pokemon don't exactly have the best appearances. Um, there are there's some weird gimmick Pokemon, too, uh, that change... Their, uh, what's it called? They change based on the island they're from. Uh, they, there's a sand castle. There's a Pokemon that, uh, if it gets, when it gets stronger, it gains more to its form and gets bigger and bigger. Um, then there is a, like a weird, um, sea cucumber that punches with its vomit. Um, and then there are the box legends, which are not too bad looking. All things considered, because they've gotten pretty. All of the new ones look exactly like. All the new ones look like the same style, except for Raichu. They made look stupid. Yes. I don't understand why. I also never realized how that Ninetales is only three feet tall. Yeah. And, and the executor is thirty-five feet tall. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is gonna be, which isn't right based on the picture because they showed in battle, and it's as tall as the trainer. So, you see the trainer in the background now. Um, and then, there's a new team. Uh, it looks like whoever is in charge of the pop culture references at the Pokemon Company saw a music video for the real Slim Shady and said, This is edgy. This will be the bad guys for our team. And oh that's God. why they all have the, the mannerisms and uh, the art style of a, uh, a 1990s hip-hop group. And it's it kind of kind of sad. But HMs are out, <laughs> so you know what? Day one purchase. But they got rid of HMs, finally. Um, but I already pre-ordered Sun, so who cares? Uh, anyway, uh, Batch Pokemon Go... Um, in the original games, you needed to, like, determine when it was worth evolving your Pokemon or anything like that. Or, like, because, like, the example I always got... I always was... did. What? I almost always did. Well, in more recent games, there was more of a reason not to. Uh, Pikachu, for example, is more powerful than Raichu, if done correctly. Uh, it's my opinion. Um, because if you give Pikachu a light ball, it gets a hundred times... Increase on a special attack, and it's already fast. So it's, it's not worth evolving it if you're going to do that. Um, this game eliminates that, because you just got to, like, button mash to beat gyms. And there was one other thing with this game. Um, I forgot what it was. It's moderately entertaining to play, like, while you're walking somewhere. So, yeah. So, do you want to introduce Tremors, because it's uh, your pick of a movie? Okay, one second. I did not know Rebo was in this movie. I'm looking, I'm going to Yes, she plays uh, Michael Gross's wife. Yep. Um, she's not in any of the other movies, because they get a divorce between the first and second movie. Yeah, you, you can't imagine, oh, Kevin Bacon's in the first one, this would be awesome. And, like, Reba's in it, too. And Fred Ward, so... I love Tremors. It's so good. This is one of the few movies. It has a its a Rotten Tomato score is eighty five, but its meta score is sixty five. Hmm. Um, so Tremors, uh, the main stars are Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, and a bunch of like like other people that no one really knows except for Reba and Michael Gross. Hmm. Um, and it takes place in town in the middle of nowhere, and a random geologist comes there for some reason because I think there's weird activity going on. I don't know. Um, the, uh, some people, they find people dying randomly. There are tremors going on. Yes. <laughs> and uh, there's a, 
Like, there's people doing construction on the mountain, and they die. So people, you can't just, like, leave the town, really. So that, that, I think that was a good way to set up why they can't just, like, try to drive really fast away. Yeah. And then, uh, so then everything starts happening, and then I finally realize, oh, no, there's, like, these giant worm creatures. I forgot oh, what they end up calling them in the movie. They don't call them anything. In the third one, they call Okay. I think they do. They don't call them tremors, I know that. Okay. I know in the and then in each each sequel, um, they evolve into something else. So every single movie has the giant worms. Mm-hmm. But in the second one, they start they start walking they there's different ones where they can it's called Tremors Two, Aftershocks. Um, and they uh, can they walk around and they don't use um, hearing to find you. They have um, they have infrared so they can see anything with heat. So in the climax of the second one he has to spray himself with a fire extinguisher to be invisible. Hmm. Ooh. Yes. That's not how fire extinguishers work. Yup. It makes you really cold. <laughs> Let's find out. I, I liked uh, Michael Gross's character, probably my favorite character in all of them, because he's a super gun-crazy guy. Mm-hmm. And they were the only people that could just literally, they just shot it to death. Yeah. And they're called Graboids. That's what they call them. Ah. Uh. Yeah, they have those I, tentacle things that stick out. What was it? I went into this movie not expecting much. I was no. not disappointed. I think you get what you want. Exactly. It's, it's kind of like Independence Day. Yeah. It's like, in that genre. And that's, that's the thing. We've talked about this a lot this year. Sadly, we've talked about this a lot this year. Um, when you go into a movie expecting too much, and you come out disappointed, that's when bad reviews happen. Yep. That's why critics need to look beyond. Like with Tremors, marketing. you go into it like this is gonna, like this is gonna be a fun, oh cheesy God. like sci-fi movie, and that's what it is. Yes. A like uh, survival movie, I guess. It's like there's some fun, there's some laughs in it. Yeah, it's a good survival. It's, it's actually a good survival movie. Mm, I like because it's like I like it because people like a lot of people die in it, so yeah. that's pretty fun and then, <laughs> uh, and they're pretty nice. resourceful. It's like Man I like Steel. when they they uh. Um, they use like there's like a dump that they end up using, and then they use a giant like trailer that the the, the graboids can get through, and then some of the graboids start learning. So it's pretty yeah. cool. In uh, the second mm-hmm. one, it's when they start walking, and the third one, the walking ones start flying, and those ones are called ass blasters nice. because they use a giant shot of fire out of their ass to fly. And then the fourth one is called back to. Perfection, I think, and that one takes place in like the mid like eighteen hundreds Midwest, like in the West, and it's a Western style, and they have to fight the graboids. Nice. And then I haven't seen the fifth one yet, but it's on. Oh, the second one also takes place in Mexico. I'm pretty sure. The third one is called Back to Perfection because they go back to perfection. So that's when know the asshole kid from the first one. Yeah. He comes back as like a land developer, and he wants to um build, like, condos on perfection. Mm-hmm. But then the Graboids come back, they try to suppress it, and then Michael Gross is like, you can't build them here. And then they make the Graboids a endangered, put on the endangered species list, and they keep them as, like, pets. That sounds like you just made that up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, like, they don't, like, have them in, like, their house, but they just, they learn to live with them, and, and they, like, just have them around. They made a TV, TV series of it, too. Nice. That sounds... With Michael Gross. No, why wouldn't Michael Gross be in it? What else has he been in? That name sounds familiar. He was the main guy on um, The Wonder Years, I think. Oh, okay. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, But yeah, it's it's an entertaining enough movie. Like... Family Ties, not The Wonder Years. What? Family Ties. That's it, yes. The one with the... uh, the liberal parents and the conservative kids. Yeah. Uh, so, what would you rate this movie? Uh, Unless you have any final thoughts uh, on For me, I, I feel... Uh... Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, I, I really liked it. I watched this movie when I was probably like seven or eight, and I just loved it. Because I... I really like the um, the cover, like the, the box cover, because it was when I used to go to Blockbuster and just like pick up movies on um, what I thought looked cool. So I just thought uh, this one looked cool, and then I ended up really liking it and liking all the. And then this is before I realized what like sci-fi original channel movies were. So I thought <laughs> all the sequels are really cool. <laughs> I recommend watching the sequels because they get like crazier and crazier. In the third one, the Asian guy's like daughter or like niece takes over the shop. It was pretty cool. And then, um, so for me, because this movie just brings me so much joy, I would give it an 8. Yeah, I would give it an 8, too, because it's, like, it's not offensively bad. That's, like, like we graded on a scale, because it's not, like, wait, I've given other movies 8s. Like, I'm pretty, I've given, like, Birdman, like, probably a 9 or something like that. Because I'm not saying that Tremors is just as good as a movie as Birdman is. It's just graded on different scales. Cause yeah, it's, it, they are They're completely different movies. Yes. And that's what people don't understand about this, too. That's the other thing. Um, so, um, so yeah, I would say I would say solid seven, seven and a half. Um, mm. But yeah, so um, so we we still have time left from our usual uh, hour. Um, so what else should we cover that we haven't? Covered? Oh, I made a purchase on Amazon today. Ooh, let's talk about You'll that kind of stuff then. Decide if it is a good purchase or not. Okay, I will. You guess the price after I read you what it is. Oh God! Okay. One of these again. I love Battlestar Galactica. It is oh, the new God. one. It's like one of my favorite shows. It's my favorite sci-fi show. I just love everything about it. Okay, so recently they re- just re- released the Battlestar Galactica: The Ultimate Collection on Blu-ray. Now this includes the entire TV series, the TV movies, and. And the, the prequel series called it Caprica. It also includes a bunch of extra bonus material and deleted scenes. It is. Do you want me to tell you how many discs it is? Yes. It is twenty-seven discs. Okay. Now, would you? Now, this isn't one of those where it's like, oh, I got it on such a good deal. I just had a bunch of Amazon gift cards, and I <laughs> applied for, and I got the Amazon um, Visa card, so I got bonus uh, fifty dollars. Nice. Mm. So you want me to guess? Now you may guess what I paid for. Yes. One sixty-nine ninety-nine. Wow, that was very close. Oh really? I want to tell you. Yeah. I got one fifty-nine ninety-nine. One sixty-five. Oh, I was close. Oh damn. Okay. (laughs) Um, that's a little bit much. I don't think so. (laughs) You got so much. why didn't you just wait until Cyber Monday when they do that sale where everything's marked down like 85%? I don't know. Because it's already I had... passed. Yeah. I just Isn't had... it? Yeah, Cyber Monday's not for like another like eight months probably. Yeah. In November. How many months ago? Well, they already had the Cyber. They just had one. Yeah, Cyber Monday in July. And then they have actual Cyber Monday in November. Oh, I did not know that. I'll get something else on Cyber Monday. Monday. Remember Cyber Monday? I got Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two for like a dollar fifty. They did. I no, we don't remember every purchase you make. Yeah. Oh well, that was that was a I, one. I support my purchase. I think it's amazing. I've got some cool stuff recently too. Um, like, and I will be the judge of that. Um, so if you don't go to thrift stores to buy movies, I recommend it. So I got, for $20, these are the movies I got for $20 total. Memento, which you can't find anywhere, I have no idea why. That, uh, what they call the Christopher Nolan movie with, uh, Guy Pierce. I got Silence of the Lambs, unopened. Like, see that? Not opened at all. Like, still factory sealed. Um, Matrix Reloaded, The Matrix, The Day After Tomorrow, and The Born Supremacy. 
off of 20 bucks. You're right about Memento. I just was like, okay, let me look. And I went on Amazon, mm-hmm. and the only one I can get is the Blu-ray 10th Anniversary Edition for $60. Yep. And I'm not buying one Blu-ray for $60. Yep, I got it for two ninety nine. Nice. I can buy um, a Christopher Nolan box set that includes Memento for $59, and it also includes six other Christopher Nolan movies. So it's mm-hmm. Inception, The Dark Knight Trilogy, this, and Interstellar? Insomnia. Oh. That's not a bad collection. No. No, especially because it's cheaper than buying one movie. And it includes The Dark Knight Trilogy, which you wanted to get anyway. I did. I want to uh, get the Dark Knight Trilogy, the, um, like the special edition box set, though. Just, just the Dark Knight Trilogy. Oh, uh, okay. I also got Sing Street. Uh, that did you get that passable. from the thrift store? No, 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 no. That I bought on Amazon. I was like, that doesn't seem like a thrift store movie. No. Um, no, no, but the, the thing with Sing Street, I've learned something when I was buying it. Do you know what this kind of box is called, where it's got the sleeve? What? It's an O-ring no. box. O-ring? Ooh, yeah, fancy. That's fancy fun. schmancy. But now I have the complete um, John Carney collection of movies. Uh, Once, Begin Again, and Sing Street. I haven't watched uh, any of Have you yet. seen... Okay. That was the best, are they better than Sing Street? Uh, I think Once is supposed to be the best. I feel like it's... For me, just a, um, I love 80s pop, so that's why I like Sing String so much, so I don't know if I'll like his other movies because they don't have that music in it. Yeah. I also got um, one other big movie from last year. Uh, I got the Hillary Clinton indictment video, uh, otherwise known as 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Mm. I got that for $10 <laughs> at Target on Blu-ray. I hope there's a deleted scene in it where it's just like, hurry, call Secretary Clinton... Um, we need her help, and it comes to Hillary Clinton, and she just, like, let them die. <laughs> you know this is one of the top-selling movies in the country right now? That movie? 13, 13 Hours, yeah. I wonder if Hillary Clinton ever thought that that movie would hurt yeah, the I, guy from The Office would hurt her presidential campaign. <laughs> I really want to see um, uh, London Has Fallen. I do, too. Because I really want to see them making all the racial slurs against the Middle Easterns. That movie, like, I have no problem, like, I think people are a little too thin-skinned about this. Like, come on. Like, it's good. It's all in good fun. It's not like they're, like, actually going out and, like, hunting down Middle Eastern people while I do this. It's actually, it's a movie. They're they're terrorists. Exactly. And they're terrorists. Um, I also got The Jerk, um, Caddyshack. Uh, what were the other two? Um, A Beautiful Mind and The Big Lebowski. Those are all good. Yep. Um, and then there was... And then I got, uh, what's it called? No Man's Sky. I got the other day. Which, I'm liking it. It's actually a pretty fun game. Um... Oh, yes, that one. So, yeah. So, uh... I just added... I just added London Has Fallen to my wish list, and it recommended me get 13 hours. Yes. I haven't watched 13 Hours yet. I gotta watch that still. It's I have so many movies to watch now. I'm still trying to finish The League. That's I just so I've started watching the last seasons on Netflix now. It's so good. I love that show. Yeah, it's uh, it is really. I'm in season four now, and I, I like that show. It's like so outlandish. I think it's sometimes it's even more outlandish than Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's it it reminds me of. And we've said this before. Well, me and you have said it before to each other. It reminds me of Seinfeld. Yes. And a little bit of How I Met Your Mother, where it's got the inside jokes. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's where that always comes back, where it's like, uh, but, like, every little thing that happens in an episode comes back in the in the third act in some way. Yeah. And that's why it's good. Have you gotten to the one with the priest yet? No. Ah, that's a really good one. The episode I'm on now is the one where Ruxin's trying to convince, uh, her name's not Catalina in this show. That was her name on My Name is Earl. Um, trying to get her, uh, convince her to have another kid. So that way, uh, she won't oh, have yeah. an affair. It's, it's an anchor baby, I think they call it. Yeah, the anchor baby, yeah. 
Um, but then what was the... Um, I watched The Office recently, too, in its entirety. Um, I unironically How think... How was that? I think this show may be the best written show of the 2000s. I mean, show that oh, originated, hmm. in the, in the, originated in the 2000s. Because, like, uh, like uh, Frasier ended... You know what I've been watching recently? I've been watching um, Shameless, and I really like it. It's really good, I think. But My parents really like that. They've been watching it also. I think it's funny. And I can get into it, but I know why people. And like I like how it kind of deals with potential real world stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably not for like normal people, like your average person, but it's still pretty cool. I like it. It came up on my recommend recommendations, but except I got... having been in corrections, all I do the whole time is go, "That's what you get." Wow. <laughs> uh, so. But like, uh, what's it called? Um... If you break down what the office is, like it's it's actually very well planned out, and none of the credit goes to Paul Feig. I want to point that out right now. Uh, Paul Feig is an asshole and is one of the worst human beings on the planet. Uh, regardless, uh, season one of the office is just kind of introducing the characters and setting up the show. But then, like season two, if you watch season two, any Michael plotline, parallel uh, Michael and Jam plotline, parallels a Jim and Pam plotline. Like, they go through the same thing in their relationships in the same episodes. Like, and that's that's pretty well done. Then season what? three... What? do you mean, what? I don't know. That doesn't mean... Well, you haven't watched the show. I don't know who the characters are, so... Yeah. Peter, you yeah. can back me up on this, right? About what? Where, uh, in season two of The Office, anytime something happens in the relationship of uh, Jim and Pam... The same thing happens in the relationship of Jan and Michael. Where it's like they parallel each other so. over the entire uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, season three is the one where uh, Jim goes away and then comes back. Then the two seasons that... Um, there are a few other things from later in the show that I've noticed. Um, season six I used to have problems with because everyone acts out of character while Jim is a manager. But really, they're not acting out of character. You're seeing the show through Jim's perspective up until that point. Everyone acts in character, but outlandishly in character against Jim. Which is why everyone seems so, like, aggressive towards him. Because you're seeing it through Uh... Jim's eyes. Then, um... So I've I've forgiven that a little bit. Then, season 7 is Michael's last season. And that, through the entire season, they deconstruct Michael's character... And all of his relationships over the course of the show. Like, they deconstruct the relationship between him and Ryan in that one episode, him and Jim, him and all of his exes, and why he's never happy, and all of that, and, like, even to the the office at large. Which is why that one was cool, um, to see them take over the course of a season. And in season nine, obviously, they deconstruct Jim and Pam. Like, in their relationship, where they take it apart, and then they they look at what happened, and they, they put it back together by the finale. So it's a, it's a really good, it's a really well-written show, I think. A-Rod finished 0-4 with an RBI in his final game at Fenway Park. Uh, we have not addressed A-Rod's uh, retirement in this race. Um, but it's hilarious. Uh, so, anyone else have anything else they want to talk about? I don't think so. No. So, uh, let's go on to what we have coming up in the coming weeks. Uh, this week we did Tremors next week on the 18th. We have The Big Short. Uh, we'll also be covering Jessica Jones. Um, then the 25th, we have Lilo and Stitch. The 1st of September, we have Beetlejuice. The 8th of September, we have Friday Night Lights. And the thirteenth of uh, the fifteenth of September, we have back to school with Rodney Dangerfield. Um, so yeah, and then we have in the beginning of September, uh, we have uh, Beware of Spoilers for the movie Yoga Hoosier, uh, Hosiers. Then uh, September twenty seventh, twenty uh, third, we have The Magnificent Seven, 
Um, and on the 20th, we'll be coming back, or the 21st, we'll be coming back with unofficial commentary by the Unqualified, where we'll talk about how the Olympics ended up, and we'll be talking about, um, what's it called? Baseball and the upcoming football season. So that's all coming up in the, uh, reasonably near future. So, uh, we'll be back next week with the big short, which I think should have won Best Picture. I... That's a, it's a pretty, pretty good movie. So uh, I recommend it's on Netflix. So you have no excuse I like not to watch it. Um, so it's, it's on Netflix now, so you can watch it definitely if you were, if you want to see it before we talk about it, because we're going to talk about some of the big concepts they do and how many just holy fuck moments there are in the, like, like he watched it with me and like there were times I, I audibly was like, holy fuck, like several times over the course of this movie when they explain how the financial crisis in 2008 happened. Uh, but it's a very interesting movie, and we'll be talking about that next week. So we'll be back then. Goodbye. Mm. Bye. <laughs>